It's news from heaven today. How to become an angel? I mean, you got to hook me up with that, man. This is a, you can you can achieve this. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. And bonus is the track that leads us to angelhood, which is, by the way, a state of mind and heart, a way of looking at the world and the kinds of things we prioritize. That is as we get there, as you take the necessary steps to take the angel thought diet, it solves all of our spiritual, mental, emotional health issues. Not right away, but it is the thing that um, is the cure for what ails you, as they say. So as I understand it, we sit here day to day with just a major mix, sometimes tilts towards negative of mental phenomena. There's just all, either it's attacking us and making us feel terrible, or it's frightening us about scary things that seem to be out in the world, or it's causing us to act in dysfunctional ways and lash out in anger. There just seems to be, sure, and maybe there's some good stuff in there, some stuff you like, but it overall, there's, there's gotta be something better. Why aren't we peaceful? Why aren't we happy? Why do we struggle? And why don't we feel love for everyone all the time? Why don't we go do wonderful things? Why is the world messed up? Okay, there is a destiny for us. The, the Lord, the divine intelligence behind the universe, had a better way in mind than, than this, as great as it is. And the way that the divine had in mind is for us to adopt what I like to call the angelic mindset that we replace all of this with goodness and truth and real spiritual goodness and truth so how can we take a step towards getting that and because the, the, the ideas the beliefs we have and the things we want to do are impervious to the dark clouds everything they come packing all the fears they're trying to get all the concerns about your life no we don't believe that sort of stuff about life anymore all of the they want you to stir up your temper no i have got that stuff in check. Well, aren't you bored? What are you talking about? There's so much good stuff going on. That's where we're headed. This is from Swedenborg's Faith, which is the second half of the Life Faith Portable. This is, you can download it for free. You can follow along. Why wouldn't you? You can follow it afterwards. You can read more around. So we're going to start in 31. The knowledge of what is true and good that we have before we have faith might be seen by some people as constituting faith. But in actuality, it is not faith. So, I don't know if it's your cup of tea, talking so much about faith. we got faith. This is, the book is called Faith. But you might say, I don't know, this is, to some people it means a lot, to other people it seems antiquated or abstract. Faith is our, and Swedenborg labors to redefine this. Faith is you recognizing the truth when you hear it. And faith is also you loving the truth, you being glad when you hear how things really are. And that's the heart of it. Because you can think the knowledge of what is true and good, meaning do you have theological or spiritual principles up there in your head, is, is what it's all about. You just got to learn. You got to sit there and study some stuff. But in actuality, that's not it. Our thinking and saying we believe does not mean that we actually do believe or that we have faith. And just think about it. Maybe you have a spiritual principle that's like, everything's going to be okay. There's a million variations on that. You know, that God is taking care of all of us. Divine providence down to like the universe has your back and karma, everything. Wouldn't it be nice to really actually believe that? 
when we're going through hard times. To really, as surely as you believe that you'll fall if you lean too far back. You believe that? I mean, that would be cool. So before then we have that, it's just that we think we do. The things we do not know, we do know. <laughs> the things we know, takes me a little while, but I get there. The things we know do not spring from an inner recognition that they are truths. I told you. An inner recognition that they are truths. And a faith that things are true when we do not actually know whether they are or not is a kind of bias, quite remote from any inner acknowledgement. So yeah, we've got a problem here. Somebody told you, some priest or guru or book told you, or YouTube show <clears throat> told you you've got to believe this thing, and, or you feel an obligation, or you're, you have some reason to search that out, and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm going to, I've got my mind, and I'm just going to pull these little factoids, you know, if this is our little head, and we're thinking about truths here. We've got to pull these things in, and maybe it's uh, like a little bit of a pain to learn all these things. But we do it, and now we've got them in here, and now we're set. And then that's the beautiful picture of faith. The inner recognition. This is like, nobody's telling me that this concept is true. Nobody's twisting my arm and saying, just live your life this way. This is me just, and it's not even me looking at it and saying, oh, how can this get me what I want or status? Or even you're thinking about the outcome what you're seeing is this, this is the truth. This just is how it is. However, and so how do you get past that? I mean, that's obviously the first stage. You've got to go learn that stuff. But how do you get past that? However, as soon as caring takes root, caring or charity as it used to be translated in Swedenborg, is it love of what's good, love of other people. As soon as that takes root, this knowledge becomes part of our faith, though only to the, the extent that there is caring within it. So you can have a bunch of religious ideas, but they're just going to sit there and they're not really going to rescue you from everything you're going through, everything we just talked about in, in the mind. You know, you remember, I was drawing like a maniac. It's not going to rescue you from that. What does rescue, though, is love taking root. And when there's love in those principles, then they do it. That what, how, how can you take s stuff like all the different religions in the world, all the different spiritual paths in the world, and say these are all, some, they all fall under the same category of, what it, what it was, but we don't have a good word for it, but spirituality, right? Well, the thing that really unifies them all is they all should be directing you to really qualify. They should be directing you and be in f the, the stuff comes to life through love. So whatever the, the external facts of your path are, whatever your doctrine is, whatever book you're reading, when that is leading you to not cheat people, not steal from people, be more kind, you know, make, keep your negativity in check, that is when it's alive. And when it's alive in that way, the details of what we believe are much less important. So even so, somebody ha can have a different set of beliefs. If you see that spirit of caring or a spirit of love start to emerge, there's a kindred relationship between what's going on in you and what's going on in them. In the first stage, not that the facts aren't important and not that those concepts aren't important. You've got to have them. They've got to be brought alive. But if they're not brought alive, 
They're not alive. In the first stage, before there is a sense of caring, it seems to us that faith is primary and caring secondary. Meaning, I've learned this stuff, okay, I'll go and do it, I'm supposed to be good, this is how you get in good with God, or this is how I solve my problems. And I don't know what you're talking about with all this. Like, okay, yeah, love is good too, but you've got to learn this stuff and you've got to obey it. In the second stage though, when there is a sense of caring, faith becomes secondary and caring primary. You get to a point where I know I'm going to go, it's about love. I'm going to go love. This is going to teach me how to love. And that's where I'm going. Okay, how do I get there? Oh, this principle, that principle. I don't know if that seems profound to you, but to have it come alive in yourself, which I'm not saying it's like that in me. I think I get little glimpses of it though. And that is, it feels so much better. Like, oh, I'm delving into this religious stuff. But I know what I'm bringing out of it is something that, everybody I meet is going to be glad that I have. Because even if they say, well, that's weird, I I wouldn't believe that, they want you around because you're honest and you're kind and you're trustworthy and and all the things it leads us to. You're compassionate. This stuff, everybody wants. Everybody wants to be around. And it's the stuff that clears up the mind, like we were saying. The first stage is called reformation. Reformation. The second stage is called regeneration. So reformation is when you are being remade through these hard truths. Regeneration is when we start to grow anew. This is like what's really alive. When we are in this latter stage, day by day, our wisdom grows. I wouldn't mind that. And day by day, goodness causes our truths to multiply and bear fruit. So if you can grind through this reformation stage, when you're learning things and they seem a little alien and you're acting in ways that seem, this is not, maybe this isn't even natural. Of course, you've got to make sure you're, you're not following messed up doctrine. But if you found something that seems good, but I don't know, do I really love this? Is this really me? If it's, if it's genuine and if you're putting the work in, then look what we get. Day by day, our wisdom grows and day by day, goodness causes our truths to multiply and bear fruit. Every day, you get more loving and you get wiser. Then we are like a tree that is bearing fruit and developing seeds in the fruit that will yield new trees and eventually an orchard. You, Swedenborg, this is just so cool. You think, okay, great. So I'm, I'm this tree. And if I learn more, like a tree grows, maybe I'll grow another tree ring and grow another tree ring. And that's how the good things grow in you. But he says, think about when, when a tree has all these fruits around it, each one of them can become a new tree that grows and grows and grows. And you, suddenly, when you're adding a ring here, you're adding a ring all these places. And when the wind comes, it scatters those seeds out here. And as these ones grow, these ones are growing. Think about the difference between a single tree and a forest. And I was just watching this show about the Amazon rainforest and this amazing expanse. That's you. That's where you're headed. Then, and what, what happens when you get there? What prize do you get? Then we become truly human. And after death, we will be angels whose life is an embodiment of caring and whose form is an embodiment of faith. Wow, that's, let's spend just a second here. Come on. First of all, look at how being truly human, who doesn't want to be truly human, is linked to being an angel. What's the difference? It's just the death of the body. So how to be an angel, when we get to this truly human state, is be a true human. Which is, of course, we know. 
People should be friendly. People should be kind. People should have motives that they would be proud to put out in front of other people. This is how the human race should be. This is why we're appalled when people act in terrible ways. And we say, how, how, how could people be like that? Why aren't we just like, well, that's how people are. We know it's wrong. So there's this truly human, right? It's truly human. And that, once we get there, that is the angel. It's just you get freed from the body and, and really start to, all these trees you've been growing, you see them plainly there. And look at what it is to be an angel. You have a life that is an embodiment of caring and whose form is an embodiment of faith. So, you know, and even that can be even literally like how that you appear in the spirit. But I would say, if you think about it, just in terms of behavior, so the form, you know, the structure around which you live is these true these principles they are what give you corners and edges but the the way you're going the life itself overall is an embodiment of love embodiment of love that's what it is to be an angel this shows us that every bit of faith comes from caring and nothing from faith itself faith is just setting up the framework and waiting for love to get in there. It's just getting the house ready. Once love is there, then we move. It also shows us that caring produces faith, but faith does not produce caring. The knowledge of truth that comes first is like grain stored in a cellar, which does not nourish us at all until we want to make some food with it and we take some out. I love it. I need to, also, to tell also how faith is formed out of caring. Okay, if it's going to get us to be an angel, Fire away. Each of us has an earthly mind and a spiritual mind. The earthly mind for this world and the spiritual mind for heaven. We have access to both with respect to our intellect, but not with respect to our will, until we turn our backs on evils and reject them because they are sins. So just in case you're a visual learner, let's say we got a, which one is which? Well, we got an earthly mind. We'll say the earthly mind is blue right now. We've got a spiritual mind here, and you've got your will and your intellect. So what you want and what you believe, you, what, you, what you think about, I should say. What you think about, we can both be earthly, meaning relatively superficial, not as spiritual, or we can be spiritual. And we know that we fluctuate between those two. But the, really, just like we said, it's not about beliefs, it's about love. How do we get this player to show up? How do we get that love to show up? Well, until we turn our backs on evils and reject them because they are sins. It's not even about, I, start, I need to start loving. I need to start feeling love. The love is there. We've got to remove what is blocking the love. We have to remove what is toxic to the love. And this is different for every person, but we each do this reformation phase of looking inside ourselves and saying, what needs to go? What would I not want to have? What would I not want done to me that I want to do to other people or that I do to other people? And that, when you're excited about that work and you feel like this is not about guilt and about hard work, this is, this is great. I need to get this stuff cleared out. Then, because you realize I'm doing this for the team and I'm doing it. And, and then secondarily, I'm doing it for myself because I'm going to come into this angel state. When we do this, our spiritual mind is opened with respect to our will as well. And a spiritual warmth from heaven flows into our earthly mind. Even as a human, 
you can get this heavenly state. Essentially, this warmth is caring, and it brings to life our knowledge of what is true and good. A knowledge that is in our earthly mind and forms a faith out of it. Again, this is like a tree that does not get any vegetative life until warmth from the sun flows into it and unites itself with light, as happens in spring. We are like everything. We are part of the same system. You can learn from... He's not just making idle metaphors. This, this correspondence, this is the same spirit that is and, and divine uh, order that brings a tree through those processes is bringing... There's more in common with our processes and the processes of other organisms than you might think. Hey, whoa! Okay, I really didn't know he was about to say this, but I just wasted your time because he's going to say that right here. There's actually a complete parallel between humans coming to life and the sprouting of a tree. The parallel rests on the fact that earthly warmth causes the latter and heavenly warmth causes the former. That is why the Lord so often compared people to trees. Doesn't Jesus talk about people being trees? Why do you pick trees? I get it. Trees are pretty nice, but shouldn't you compare us to monkeys or kangaroos or something that stands on two feet? Why a, why a plant? Why a tree? Compare us to a house, which you can, but why, why so much tree? Why are we like a tree? It's because what a tree goes through is what we go through, but if we just substitute everything spiritual for everything physical. So just like the tree needs the sun and needs the rain, we need love and truth. I'm not talking about our bodies. I'm talking about our spirits. When we get that love and truth in, that is then inch by inch allowing this to grow. And as it grows, you know how if a tree, when there's not a tree, there's all this stuff growing up. But when a tree starts to go up and the canopy establishes and suddenly there's not just a ton of free light, all this little ones that we're trying to grow here, all these little plants that we're trying to grow in and vines that we're trying to suffocate the tree, they can't get what they need. Just like when our fears, when we establish this love and truth, our fears can't get the fuel they need to make us miserable. And instead, the Lord gets all the access necessary to put in us this truth and then this love inside of it. And then that love, given form by truth is able to just spread out into, imagine all these people that you're helping here. Imagine the life that you're getting there. Isn't that better than the, the uh, misery that we were in before? Not that it's misery, but we could do a lot better. And that's the news from heaven. So to all of you soon to be angels, hope this was helpful. Let us know in the comments, support this channel otle.cosvox.com. We have a two-to-one match going right now. So if you donate, your money will go twice as far. How do you think that programming like this exists? Who else is putting this out? It's because all of you stepped up and supported it. Thank you so much. If you haven't yet, go for it. And uh, hopefully this idea today was helpful. I'm excited to think of y'all taking it out into the world and doing a little, uh, taking that faith, which is this idea that we have here, turning it into love. See ya.